Praise God. Everybody doing okay? Good to see some of our people. Daniela, welcome. Good to see you. It's been ages. Yes, I'm doing well. Praise God. Kuba Fetalina Marco Sigridio. Lebrondo Shete Kasigridishke Belegadia Gradoshkesi. Lando Kubetishke Bra Sefrete Ketelemenos. So we're continuing our faith series. Faith, the series. Part two. How many of you were blessed from part one? How many of you were blessed from part one? Anybody? Anybody? Nobody? Hello, right there. Can anyone we are here, we're blessed. We can hear you. Sorry, we're blessed. Push, no, I can't zoom what's on your heart. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, we're running to get the phone to unmute. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. We're, we're going to do part two. Remember uh, how part one went. The Lord just took us in a direction that, you know, you know, um, we didn't think of. Today, I'm going to be touching on little faith. Little faith. Anybody say little faith? Little. Little faith. Very critical. And it's going to be very interactive, so I'll require um, your support. Making that happen, so be close to your unmute button. I've been enjoying Abuja thus far. Thank you to my Abuja people. Thank you, Kayade. Spent a lot of time yesterday, and then we saw the wonderful Busala, Busaya's family. Uh, it was amazing to see the baby as well. So it was quite refreshing. And Abuja has been fun. I like it here. <laughs> And I'll end my conversation there before some people travel. <laughs> Praise God. Praise Jesus. Um, please indicate if you hear me clearly. I, I want to be sure this network is, is going to be doing justice with me today. Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> okay, great. Little faith. But first, I want us to read Mark chapter 11. Mark 11 from verse 12. And I need somebody that's going to read for me today so that we, we, we explore real Bible study. People read together. Mark chapter 11 from verse 12 to 14. First badge. Who's going to be my reader today? Who's going to be my reader today? I can read it. Um, okay. Go ahead. Mark 11, um, 12 to 14. Okay. On the next day, when they had left Bethany, he was hungry, seeing at a distance a fig tree in leaf. He went to see if he would find anything on it, but he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. He said to it, no one will ever eat fruit from you again. 
and his disciples were listening to what he said. Thank you. What 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 translation are you reading from? Amplified. You change it. Okay, great. No, 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 that's fine. Uh, works for the different translation. Uh, so now go to verse twenty to twenty four. Twenty to twenty four. Same uh, Mark 11. Okay, Amplified? Yeah, go ahead. Just go ahead with Amplified. Okay. In the morning, as they were passing by, the disciples saw that the fig tree had withered away from the roots up. And remembering, Peter said to him, Rabbi, Master, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered. Jesus replied, have faith in God constantly. I assure you, solemnly state My network, or was that your network? Were you able to hear clearly? I think that was hers. Okay, okay. I was, uh, I was thinking it was from here. Um, but, but I hope we're, we're, we're all reading. Uh, thank you for. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you, Helen, for sharing that. Um, let me read from here. Am I, am I clear here? Yes. Okay. Um, so verse 20, let me read from King James Version so that we, we see from both perspectives. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus said, Jesus answering unto Jesus answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. Have faith in God. What could he be talking about here? Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Praise God. When you pray, believe that you shall have them. 
His response to the fig tree scenario was have faith in God. And I'm sure that was a surprising statement. Like, why are you surprised that the fig tree withered from its roots? You should be surprised if the fig tree was still standing. Are we together? You should be surprised if the fig tree is still standing. Remember that Jesus came on the earth to show us the kingdom. He came to show us thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's why he came to show us how it is done there. And he was 100% man, 100% God. But he was not exercising his Godship on the earth. He removed the God nature of him and left it aside and came as a man. That was why he needed the anointing of the Holy Spirit to be able to do wonders on the earth. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power and he went about doing good. How God did what? Anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit. How many of you have the Holy Ghost here? Quickly indicate. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You have the Holy Ghost? I got, I got it. it. If you don't, let us know so that we can do a quick session. The same Holy Spirit that Jesus needed to do everything he did on the earth. That's the same Holy Ghost that you have. That's the same Holy Ghost that I have. But we have limited, we have found a way to limit the Holy Ghost, even though he is unlimited. So the same Holy Ghost is at work in a great man of God, and the same Holy Ghost is at work in a new believer. Different measures, same spirit. So the more you yield your members to him, the more he makes wonders. That's why Jesus speaking is a half faith like children. Children believe everything their parents tell them. I can tell my daughter that I'm the president of this country and she will believe it and she will go and argue with people. My father is the president. Because they do not see any, that there's no reasonable doubt why the father should lie to them. Am I communicating this evening? Well, I'm, I'm giving Abuja flow. You know, Abuja will shout. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, glory. They take everything. And Jesus saying, have faith in God faith in God. We're talking the different measures of faith. By the time we are done, when the next time you hear faith, you'll be able to understand which aspect of faith, because faith has many sides. Last week, we dealt extensively on Jesus speaking. He said, when the Son of Man shall return, will he still find faith on the earth? That's a big question. Will he find faith on the earth? 
have faith in God was his response. That means they did not have faith. They thought they had faith. Praise God. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew 6. Let me read from verse 25. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Hallelujah. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. I apologize. The network went out. Let me switch um, internet. Can everyone hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, just a second. Let me switch my internet, okay? Let's be sure. Thank you. Okay. Praise God. You still hear me clearly? We're together? Yes, sir. Okay, we're back. Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life much more than meat? and the body more than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into the barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Your heavenly Father feedeth them. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap. Um, Kayade, can you help check the message translation of the scripture? Matthew 6, 25, please. Find it and you can read it. Neither do they reap. They don't sow. They don't reap. They don't gather in the storehouse. But no bear goes to, no bird goes to sleep without food. Have you found it? Yes, sir. Please go ahead and read. If, if you do, Matthew 5, if six. you decide for God, living no, a no. life. No, Matthew 6, Matthew, 6, 25. Yeah, Matthew 6, 25. Okay, go ahead. If you decide for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't force about what's on the table at meal times, or whether the clothes in your closet are done. There is far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach, more to your outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description. Oh God. Careless in the care of God. Oh my God. And you count far more to him than birds. Jesus Christ. Please go back and read that no job description. Look at the birds. 
free and open. They are careless in the care of God. And you, and you count far more to him than birds. Jesus Christ. Look at the birds. They don't care. Now Jesus is using the scripture to tell you to not take any thought for your life. I keep saying in the past teachings I've done, God is not irresponsible to care for you. Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. He said, look at the birds. They don't care. They don't act like people who are worried or they are not people. They don't act like animals that are worried about food. But the people of God worry so much. And worry, like I've said, is meditation on the wrong things. Are we together? Yes, sir. Verse 27. Which of you, by taking thoughts, can add one cubit unto your stature? And why take ye thought for clothes, raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Shall he do it? O ye of what? Little faith. Look at the birds, free, unfettered, not, not tied down to a job description. Careless in the care of God. Ooh, did you see that? They are careless in the care of God. Eee. Hear this. They are what? Careless in the care of God. Within the scope of his care, they are careless. Anybody with me today on this journey? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They are yes, careless sir. in the care of God. Look at that word carefully. In English language, they know sin because God said. The Bible says, he that watches over Israel, he that watches over you, neither slumbers nor sleep. He is awake so that you can sleep. Hmm. I repeat, he that watches over you does not slumber, does not sleep. He is awake so that you can do what? Sleep. But some of you are keeping awake while he that's watching you is awake. So two of you are awake. So who are you watching? Are you following me? Are you following me, people? Yes, sir. Sometimes when we take God's place in worrying, 
you are telling God, go, go, just don't worry about me. Let me figure it out by myself. Let me do what? Figure it out. Animals have better understanding than we. Some people will say, use your brain, though. God gave you a brain for a reason. They are careless in his care. Go to Psalm, um, Psalms uh, 145. Psalm 145. Psalm 145, verse 15. Psalm 145, 15. Psalm 145, verse 15. 15 and 16. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou giveth them their meat in due season. The eyes of what? All wait upon thee, and thou giveth them their meat in due season. Thou openest thy hand and satisfieth the desire of every little thing. Thou openest thy hand and satisfies the desire of every living thing. They are satisfied. I used to wonder when I see um, chicken back in the day, you know, when growing up, we had, you know, a lot of chickens that are, are you know, you know, our neighbors had, you know. The chicken would just wake up from sleep. Everything before it is plain and clear. Nothing is there, but you see it. Eating something. What is there? I don't know. You just open the eye and start to eat. From morning to night, eating something on the floor. Who puts the thing there? Am I, are you following me? I haven't touched what we need to touch, but I'm just, I'm just laying the background. Are you with me? Yes, okay. sir. He opens his hand and satisfies. The birds always flying somewhere and they start eating. Go there and use your microscope and check what it is they're eating. You won't, you won't see what they're eating, but they're eating. He satisfies the desire. But Jesus here is saying, O ye of little faith. That's how he classified the one that does not trust him. So here, if we trust him enough, we will allow certain things be. We will not take the place of worry. But Jesus is saying here that look at the birds. Look at the flowers, the lilies. He said they are more dressed up than Solomon in his glory. That was a big sob to Solomon. But the point I'm trying to get here is, oh, ye of what? Little faith. So mark that word, little faith. Let's move on to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18, verse 24. Let me, let me pick up the pace. Matthew 18, 24. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, 
but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the seas, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? Even the what? The winds, even the sea obey him. What manner of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. But there was great danger, and then Jesus was sleeping. Why? He knew by prophecy that his death was the death on the cross, not underwater. So his anchor was on the word of the Lord. Why are you afraid of water, of wind? Come on, oh, you of little faith. I'm sure there will be wondering, what this guy is talking about? Does the, have this guy not heard? that a mighty ship in the Nigerian waters were, was, was gone. The water swallowed it. A big ship could be swallowed by this water. Then you say we should not be afraid. But his response was, why are you fearful? You have little faith. Oh, you have little faith. Let's proceed. Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16, verse 5. Matthew 16, 5. And when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned amongst themselves, saying, it is because we did not take bread. That's why he said we should beware of the living. Which, when Jesus perceived, you see perception, discernment, he was able to discern their thoughts. He was able to discern what was going on on the inside of them. He said, oh, ye of little faith, why reason ye amongst yourselves? Because you have brought no bread, do you not understand, neither remember the five loaves of the 5,000 and how many baskets you took up, neither the seven loaves of the 4,000 and how many baskets you took up? How is it that you do not understand that I speak it not to you concerning bread? Bread is not a matter here. If it's to multiply bread, we have the ability to multiply bread. We do not need bakery here. All we need is a seed of, of bread. We will multiply 5,000 we did, 4,000 we did. Are you seeing the language of Jesus? That you should be aware. You should beware. How is it that you do not understand that I speak it not to you concerning bread, that you should beware of the living of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees, then understanding came. Then understood they how that he bade them not beware of the living of the bread, but of the doctrine 
of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. Of the doctrine, that's what he was saying. Beware. If it's concerning bread, you know bread is not a matter. We, we, we deal with this one normal. This is, this, is, this is bread and butter to us. But I'm talking far beyond. I'm talking about their doctrines. Because many people get born again and they just carry the doctrines that they have worked in. They've carried the doctrines of slaves, uh, doctrine of idols, and they converted it into, uh, carried it into Christianity. Some Ifa worshippers, they say they have gotten born again. They carry the practices of Ifa and they carry it inside and say they are now born again. I white rapper. Use white chalk and white stone. Praise God. This house is very quiet today. I hope it's a cellar type of quiet. Amen. Amen. Hmm. O ye of little faith. At this stage, are you still wondering about bread? I'm sure he's trying to tell them, if I complain about bread to you, are you not supposed to be wondering if I'm okay? Oh, ye of little faith. Now let's go to Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. Read. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and so vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and off into the water. And I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how would God be insulting his disciples like this? Faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. Because of your what? Unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it? This kind goeth not out, but by Prayer and fasting. If you have faith as a grain 
of mustard seed. You shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. So now we're going to have a conversation. I want you to unmute your minds. What was the difference? How many of you know how tiny a mustard seed is? But in the previous verse that we've been reading, God has been saying, Jesus has been saying, oh, you have little faith, oh, you have little faith. Now, for such a mighty act, he's saying, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, a little faith, can somebody please explain to me, explain to the house, um, what was God saying? What was the difference between little faith here and now he's telling them, it is your little faith that you require to cast out this, this devil. Anybody, um, just raise your hand and then I'll call you. And then you, you, you're just trying to explain. What do you think was the difference between the little faith that Jesus had been using to insult them? And now he's telling them it's because you have unbelief. If you have faith, the size. Of a mustard seed. Anybody? Quickly, quickly, quickly. I want to close early. It's Abuja time today. Even though timekeeper is in the house. Oh. Hey, my Bible scholars, come on. Nobody speaks in three, two, one. Thank you, Benny. How do you know how that to call you? Please raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Okay. Um, I think this is what I, uh, let me just see what I feel Jesus was saying. You know, the Bible says that uh, the entrance of the world, no, 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 not that, not the scripture. The Bible says um, faith comes by hearing and mm -hmm. hearing the word of God. Mm -hmm. And the Bible also says that we the heart command this. Mm. So, if Jesus was saying that they had unbelief, that means they didn't believe what he was saying. And he was just telling them, if only you can believe it. If you can just allow this word inside, you'll be amazed mm. by what will happen. That's what I can Thank you. Okay. So, um, how about the previous times when he was telling them that you have little faith? But at least they believed more that time. Mm. <laughs> the face is you have to go and I should say <laughs> because maybe doubt came in now. Maybe that's why okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Comfort, go ahead. Hi everybody, good evening. Good evening. Um, so there was an illustration that came to mind, um, but this was like a few years ago. And um, what stood out for me when I explained what said seed is the fact that regardless of how tiny it is, right, it doesn't fade away. That makes sense. So it's absolute. So even though it's really tiny, it doesn't disappear or it is, it is I don't know how to explain it, but it is real and it is present. Mm. Now, you know, um, there's something that, as long as you believe, right, 
Mm. And then he said we have faith as small as the mustard seed. There are times we where we oscillate between trusting God and not trusting God. Mm. And we believe and we don't believe. And we we, you know, it's it's the seed regardless of how times it is there mm. and it doesn't disappear and now come again or you know, all those all the so that's that's how I think that's the illustration that I received a while back when I read this scripture. But I've also heard um, people explain it as a seed is a seed that grows and it becomes one of the mightiest trees. Mm. So it starts out little, but regardless of the fact that it's little, mm. it becomes a very big, mighty tree. Mm. So, well, I depend. I think it depends on what the Holy Spirit is. But for me, that's what stood out. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for sharing that. Tilly, go ahead. Good evening, everybody. I I believe that um, Jesus was referring to two things: um, have faith in God, have faith in yourself. Have faith in God, meaning that you should trust God for your cares and for your provisions and all. Then have faith in yourself. Like if you believe that you have the Holy Spirit within you and you have power within you, then you can move. Um, mm. The mountain. So I believe he was trying to say, have faith in God and have faith. Trust something like that. Okay. So. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Go ahead. Go ahead. More, more, more people. Okay, go ahead, Choma. Love it. Interaction. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I I believe that they are there with Jesus. I mean the disciples. They've seen him do miracles, mm-hmm. um, explaining OE of little faith. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've watched him do wonders. Mm-hmm. It's not like they've not seen him do any. They've, been, they've followed him, mm-hmm. you know. So, and they still have that doubt in their mind mm-hmm. that, okay, even after you have seen everything I've done, mm-hmm. you still in your mind doubt that this is possible. Mm. So that's what I'm that's what I feel he meant by oh you of little faith. Little faith. And then if you if you even believe a little in mm. all these things you've seen, the things you you'll be able to do, you mm. know, with the little you believe. Mm. So you've seen me do a lot, mm. but that doubt still comes to your mind like Mm. maybe maybe i can explain this like okay maybe there's a way there's some i mean there's an explanation to what he's been doing aside him being the son of god Mm. and you know i don't know if i make sense (laughs) so that's that's my understanding thank you thank you of little faith and if you have as much faith as the mustard seed so okay thank you thank you for that thank you um let me see let me hear you go ahead Good evening, everyone. Good evening, madam. Good evening, sir. Okay, my own understanding with uh, all of these two faith, I think Jesus was trying to tell them that at a particular level in your life, when we, when you are newly, uh, when you when you just when you get converted and you are newly as a newborn in Christ, mm-hmm. it's expected that your faith might be little. But as you move along, mm-hmm. it's expected that you grow. Because you cannot feed on milk forever. 
when it mm. comes to a point, you need to feed on the meat of the word. And then you need to believe regardless of what you see or what surrounds you. Mm. And that's what I think he meant by all ye of little faith. That he didn't expect that at the point they were in their life, that they should have the kind of unbelief that surrounded them. Mm. And then for, as a, uh, if you have faith as little as a mustard seed, mm. I, I think that that has to do with when you are new that and you believe that even if your faith is so little and mm. without faith god can move mountains mm. that's what i so good so good every perspective is beautifully capturing uh, the truth thank you so much for sharing that sake go ahead so when scripture says um oh ye of little faith the little there talks about because comparing it side by side with the mustard seed mm. the little is referring to insufficient or mm. on uh, faith that still has that still has elements of unbelief mm. so little in mathematical terms i could say little is one half of faith third mm. of faith mm. or, or even two thirds of faith still mm. makes it unbelief but the mm. mustard seed is not exactly talking about little per se. It's talking about the completeness of faith. So mm. even if it is tiny, a mustard seed goes and produces a huge fruit. It's tiny. It looks small, but it is complete. You know, mm. I hold on to this thing without unbelief. And mm. the mustard seed goes ahead to produce, you know, just like I think uh, uh, Comfort said earlier, goes ahead to produce the biggest, you know, fruit. Mm. But it's a tiny seed. It's a mm. tiny, complete seed. No mix of unbelief in there, no matter how tiny it is. Thank you. Amazing. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Comfort, is your hand still up or is it up from the previous time? Oh, no, I put it up again. Okay. okay. So uh, we've been saying believe, right? And I just wanted to give an illustration or something the Holy Spirit told me once. Mm. He said, he told me that if you want to know what people believe, watch what they do, mm. right? And mm. so you know how Jesus said, if you believe and you don't doubt, right? Mm. It's it's like if I believe a mountain is in the sea, if I truly believe, then my actions, everything, the core, my being is like we have a state. So man is a spirit, a soul, and a body, right? Mm. There's a unity between your mind, spirit, and your body, and your actions are one. So your actions. Your actions in every, in your mind, in your spirit, in your body, you're, you are complete in acting as though it is true. Mm. If that makes sense. So, yeah, mm. that's what I wanted to add. So good. I love this. That should be nearing retirement. So, there you guys be taking Bible studies. I'll just be sipping coffee. I want to hear from more people. I want to hear from more people. Um, love, princessa. I want to hear from you uh, this comparison because the different words that you're going to use will explain to different people. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, love. Um, so for me, good evening. Mm -hmm. I'll say that, um, like someone else also pointed out the fact that Jesus was surprised as the fact that you were with him and couldn't mm -hmm. do this right? Um, so it felt like to the disciples, they thought that it was only Jesus that could do these things. But meanwhile, he was here to show them how mm. to do these things. 
So like also another person said, like, um, even if um, like, you know, you have faith the size of a mustard seed, which is whole, you know, and then it goes on to do, you know, great and mighty things that yeah. it's, it's first, uh, the problem is our mind. Yeah. You know, there's a saying that goes, like, if you say you can do it, if you say you can't do it, you're, you know, you're automatically right. So yeah. what are you saying to that situation? That situation shouldn't overwhelm you because yeah. why you're already big enough to conquer that situation. You know, so as yeah. a man thinks in his mind, so he is. Yeah. So Jesus couldn't factor, I mean, couldn't fat on the fact that, you know, or understand why they couldn't, you know, just move this mountain, even though to them it looks, you know, so huge a problem. But, you yeah. know, as you having the mind of Christ, being mm. in Christ, you are equipped to do greater things than he did. So mm. yes, I felt like Jesus was actually talking to their mind and talking to their identity. They needed to understand who they were in Christ in the first place to be able to, you know, go out and then do, you know, greater exploits than he did. Yes. Mm. So, thinking of what uh, Bible degree I can issue after some people answer questions. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't take two more. Omolola, I want to hear from you. I'm princess. Princess. Omolola, I'm princess. Go ahead. Princess, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I I actually think that um, most of our brethren have done justice to meet. So I was just trying to, you know, liking it to what is happening right now in our nation and mm. you know the Holy Spirit sometimes the Holy Spirit is a very funny being you know he just brings some things into your mind and you start laughing so the Holy Spirit just explained to me he, he said the disciples thought he's going to be like uh what's the name of this guy this I Nam the Kanu so basically mm. the the, the the, the disciples thought Jesus came to behave like Namdukan, you know, the big guy. Why he made them, why the other ones, people following him and um, looking for Biafra, no Biafra, just think that, okay, they are fighting for Namdukan. No, mm, mm. Jesus did not come to, to be Namdukan. Why the other ones be the people fighting? Why he would be running from state to state? No, he mm. came to infuse in them that same power, that same authority that he has. So you understand. So basically, Jesus felt like, oh, these guys have been working with me. They should do the same thing I do. They should do, they should be doing the same thing I'm doing. They should think the way I think. They should mm. perform miracles the way I perform miracles. But mm. the disciples are thinking, guy, now you be a girl. So we just they follow you. Mm. We don't know. So basically, that's why Jesus was like uh, was like alluding their faith to that of a mustard seed. You mm. understand? You know, the mustard seed is small. I did a study on the mustard seed some years ago. When I saw the mustard seed, I almost fainted. I said, this is the seed that Jesus is talking about. Mm. Because it's so tiny, very tiny. You have to really, really look to see, to know exactly how, my, how a mustard seed looks. And mm. Jesus is saying, if you believe me small, I you understand? If you believe this thing that I'm teaching, that you can do it, as small, if the faith is as small as this tiny mustard seed, you can do this thing. I came to make you know that you can do this thing, not that I'm the one that will be doing it. And that's the problem we're having in Christianity, you know. Mm. We keep thinking, there are some prayers we pray that, you know, that is very funny, you know. We are just believing that God do it, God do it. But God mm. is saying, hey, that same authority that I have, or Jesus is saying, hey, that same authority that I showed here on that while, while I'm with you, you can show it. You can mm. actually do this thing. So praise God. I think that's basically what everybody's saying. Praise God. Thank you so much, Princess. 
<laughs> oh my God. Are you blessed already? It's interesting too. Aha, uh -huh. someone's perspective I want to hear as well. It will bring it to the to the personal reality. Our timekeeper, Morokes. I want to hear your perspective on this. Good evening, everyone. I'm on the road, so I will cry. <laughs> okay. Um, so we talked about Oyo of Little Faith. Yeah, so Oyo of Little Faith basically talks about faith that has unbelief. It's not pure. It's not, it's not, it's not a, a worthy sacrifice. Because if you say that faith, faith is the currency of um, the spirit realm, is that faith of fear? So the moment you you mix water with wine, <laughs> it's no longer water. The moment you mix water with juice, it's no longer water. No longer pure water. Yeah, it's no longer pure water. So only your little faith means your faith. Currency denied. Jesus Christ. Before we go counterfeit, counterfeit, counterfeit currency. Counterfeit. I don't know if you if you got that. Counterfeit currency. Counterfeit currency. So oh that goodness. is all you of little faith. And then we talk about if you have little faith. Mm. Little faith is beautiful because that is the faith of a newborn Christian. That mm. is all you need to get from point A to point B. Mm. That's the faith of a child and the father. You know, I trust mm. my dad to do this for me. Even without, you know, looking left or right about whether your dad is able to buy, you know, um, the Muson Center or the National Art Theatre. Mm. You just believe that your dad is able. That's the most that it, it's pure. Mm. It's untainted. Mm. You know, that, that's, the faith we, that's the faith we all have when we, when we give our life to Christ. Mm. You know, there's a high level. It's a high level of faith, like we all know. But this mustard seed faith, it, it, it's so potent that without it, you can't even get to the higher level of faith. Mm. That's, how put, that's how potent the mustard seed faith is. It's also very important. It's, it's what you nurture until it becomes the, you know, the, the massive tree that you know, the mustard seed becomes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Oof. In fact, I thank you guys. So uh, thank you, uh, Comfort, for sending. This is a picture of a mustard seed. <laughs> so this is what, can everyone see it? <laughs> can everyone see it? Yes, sir, we can. Hmm. So this is what Jesus said. If you have faith as tiny as this, you can move a mountain. Everybody's answers are absolutely on point. Choma, are your hands still up or is, is up from the previous time? 
Let's go. Ah. Up from the previous time. Okay, okay. Let me help you put it down so that your hand will not pain you. Ah, my God. So good. I don't even want to continue teaching. I just want to keep listening. Let me hear from um, Helen. Oh, Omolola, yeah, I called you earlier. Yes, go ahead. Hello, Pastor Steve. Hello, everyone. Um, I think for me, when I read that, the time I studied that part, what came out for me was the fact that um, the word, first word was if. So mm. faith is conditional. Mm. I choose to have faith or not have faith. So it's based on where you are at the moment. So you can choose to be in despair in a situation like, okay, no, I'm going to lose faith. I'm going to just, but you can choose. God has given you a choice. You can um, choose life or choose this. So you, if, if you decide to have this faith, even if it is small, mm. as a mustard seed, it mm. will still go a long way. If wow. you've chosen that, okay, God, I believe in you, this, mm. that little faith that you have will go a long way. Also, mm. for the mustard seed, I think is the seed grows best in all conditions. So mm. it means even with the little faith, you can weather a lot of storms. So it doesn't mm. matter what conditions, uncomfortable conditions you might experience, even with that little faith, you can achieve much. So good. So, so good. Thank you so much. Man, the remind for dropping today is too much. Huh? It's too much. Faith is conditional. Little faith is not absolute. And he said, the mustard seed is complete. Jesus Christ. Love, go ahead. Oof. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we know that um, the Father will not, you know, come down and, you know, build faith inside our hearts. We need to, you know, go out of our way or, you know, show the Father that we're actually ready for what we want. Mm. So how about in a situation where... Um, you have faith, Ba. And then mm. there's this Bible verse that I know, Pastor, you would say, you say, um, um, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. Oh, and I say that too. <laughs> I say that too. But then again, I'll hear someone say, Ivy, you don't believe. Or how would I put it? Like, um, you need to um, take aside your doubt. But my body, Bible says, if I have faith the size of a mustard seed, you know. <laughs> so, please, uh, how do, how, I don't know. How do I, um, I think the question is, how do I um, still, um, like in my heart of heart, I feel like mm. I have faith, mm. but then the father is telling you, no, you don't have faith. Please, mm. how, how do I cope in a situation like that? Because in my head, I feel like I have faith, right? I don't know if anyone is in this situation. I feel like I have faith. And then the Bible says faith, like it must have seemed like, you know, so tiny. So I know that I just need, you know, that much, I mean, that uh, amount and, you know, God will do it. But, you know, you just keep, you know, getting feedback that you don't have faith. So mm. what, what to do in that kind of situation, please? Thank you for that question. You know, someone said, when you say thank you for the question, you are thinking of what to say. <laughs> but I'm thanking you because this is a very important question. Uh, many people go through it. Many people are struggling. Uh, someone was saying you sound like Binabo. Love, what's your phone name? Hello, love. Oh, sorry.
apologize. Hello? So? Sorry, um, call came through. Um, did you say something I couldn't hear? No, I didn't. Okay, no, no, someone was asking that you sound like Ibinabo. Is that Ibinabo? Our pastor is me. <laughs> is Ibinabo? Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. well, I think it was lovely, or Lovina. Okay, um, so very important question, like I said. Uh, many people, many people are in that, in this boat. You know, I have to. But one thing I need you to learn, especially if you are from Somi and you are approaching the gates of heaven, you know, God can see where you are coming from. Eh? <laughs> if you are in front of God and God tells you you don't have faith, say yes, sir, I don't have faith. Don't argue. <laughs> don't argue. I hope you hear me. Let them not say. <laughs> can you please hear me clearly, so? Yes, yes. Aha. Uh -huh. If you say you don't have it, say yes, sir. I'm the faithless generation. Praise God. Um, so that's what the series is here to, to, to explain this faith series. Um, I, I'm tempted to touch on, on faith in terms of the actual definition, but I'll leave that to probably next week or two weeks from now. But today I'm just one my major emphasis is little faith and um must have seen faith, right? And um, so by the time I connect both, little faith and must have seen faith, you will have clear understanding of what it is that your question is. So I've not forgotten your question, okay? Um, I want to hear from one more person before I go ahead to answer, or two more people. Um, Helen, Helen. Helen, go ahead and, and, and share your thoughts. Little faith, oh, your little faith, must not seek faith. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Helen. Um, for all ye of little faith, mm. I I believe they weren't, he was there with them, but they weren't confident. They were just confused. So he had to, he told them like, okay, will you, all you of little faith, you guys don't mm. have confidence in the, with the fact that I'm here with you in the boat. You mm. have the Christ with you in the boat, but yet you are not confident. You you are still afraid. You are still scared. It's just like our we now, our um, Christians, we claim mm. we have Christ with us, but little storms, we start mm. running helter-skelter. We're confused. Mm. Our faith starts to shake and in fact, the faith is not even there again. We start wondering, oh, God, is this you? What's going on? Which mountains mm -hmm. to run to? Then the mustard seed faith. Why did he use mustard seed? Why didn't he use um, guinea corn, maize, um, some other seed? Why there were so many other seeds? Why didn't he use those seeds? I believe the mustard seed, the say is, it's tiny, it's the tiniest, but it has but it's something that if you nurture it, if you nourish it with that type of faith.
just have that tiny faith, just have that faith as tiny as a mustard seed because he knows it. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. If you have that tiny faith like a mustard seed, the more you hear, you're nourishing it. You're nourishing it. It's growing. It's growing. It's going to become that mighty mustard tree that will just make you do those miracles and move mountains. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I'm going to call somebody. Miriam, Miriam, go ahead and share your thoughts. Miriam. Good evening, Pastor. Good evening. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I want to pull up this um the passage, the very first passage where um the fig tree yeah. passage Mark, about the fig tree. I think yeah. that was Mark right. Mark eleven. Mark eleven. Yeah. Mark okay. eleven. Yeah. Twelve to fourteen. Mm -hmm. So Oh, you want to read from where um, the fig tree are dried up? That's from verse yes. 20. From verse 20 to 24. Okay. In the, okay. No, I, I think it's actually from 12. So on 14, then he said to the tree, may no one eat, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. Mm -hmm. Seeing see in the distance of distant the fig tree and leave, he went to find out Okay, so well, I guess the gist of it, like that passage was like was highlighted to me because it, you know it wasn't the this wasn't the season, you know, like that wasn't the season for the victory, but but you know, um, no, let me, I need to find it so that I won't I won't quote out of scripture. As they were even better, Jesus was hungry, seeing in the distance a victory in in leaf he went to find out if he had any fruit when he reached it he found nothing nothing but leaf because he was not yes there we go because it was not the season for the feet so in and out of season we should be bearing fruit in and out of season we should be bearing fruit that passage stuck to me that i shouldn't have excuses not to bear fruit hello can anyone hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, thank you. So clear. in and out of season, I should be bearing fruit. In and out of season, I shouldn't be bearing fruit so that I won't be cast out. You know, so like over the week, um, the this scripture keep ringing out, ringing to me. You eat you out if you're lukewarm. I will spit you out if you're lukewarm. Um, apologize. Um light went off and um, expecting the generator to come back. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. 
Yes, we can. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> Abuja, right? That's how they do in Abuja. Don't worry about it. So, Paul should come back in a moment from now. Um, thank you. Uh, I was able to hear a bit, uh, Miriam, uh, from um, the um, challenges and then the scripture that has been ringing and been pressing and pushing. Uh, so, maybe I just go ahead and just uh, share my thoughts, you know, thank you to everyone who has participated in, in sharing. Um, we, everybody was correct, so there's nobody wrong. Uh, it's interesting when you start to hear uh, from different hands <laughs> with your people. Uh, Tony, go ahead, you wanted to say something? Tony, did you want to say something? Uh, hello. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Your hands were up. No, I don't think so. I was, I wasn't up. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So, like I was saying, everybody was correct. It it was so interesting to hear from different perspectives, uh, hearing different thoughts. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to stay within what God wants me to talk about today, so that I don't jump ahead. But, but remember that these disciples are the disciples that Jesus gave power to go, you know, heal the sick, raise the dead. This is the background. This is why Jesus was saying, oh, your little faith, I have given you power to do great things. But still, how long will I be with you, oh, perverse generation? How long would I be here holding your hands? You know, that's the same way when, when, when I, you know, I, I, I talk to some of you that I know according to ministry and I'm pushing you and I'm pushing you. I'm giving all the excuses in the world. You know, that's the same feeling. You have received power. You have received authority. Praise God. Um, Psalms, Psalm 62, verse 11. Psalm 62, verse 11. Please confirm. You hear me loud and clear? We do, sir. Okay, great. Yes, we can hear you. Yes, we do. Psalm 62, verse 11. God has spoken once. How many verses? Twice. Did I hear? God has spoken what? Once. Twice did I hear. Twice have I heard this. That power belongs unto God. Once. Has God spoken twice? Have I heard that power belongs to God? That's the foundation of everything. Do you believe that power belongs to God? God is the custodian of all power, all, everything. Everything. Do not forget this. This is the reason why God was uh, Jesus, his response when they said, Wow, the fig tree has, which you cursed has withered away. Jesus quickly pointed them back in Mark eleven twenty two. Jesus answering saith unto them, "Have faith in God." Are you with me? Have what? Faith in God. Have yes, faith in God. Faith. Have faith in God. 
have faith in God. I'm echoing this so that it registers in your spirit. The foundation of all things is God. Power belongs to God. Faith in God. Have faith in God. God is the source of it all. Amen? God is the what? Source of it all. God is the source of it all. Everything. Now let's go further. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Popular scripture. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Remember Psalm 62 that we read. Verse 11. God has spoken once. Twice did I hear that power belongs to God. Another translation says strength belongs to God. Energy. The ability to do work belongs to God. Galatians chapter 2 and Mark chapter 11, verse 22. Jesus quickly directing when they were saying, this word you said came to pass. He directed it back. Have faith in God. Let your faith be anchored in God. Let your faith be anchored in God. It is God that does all things. We do in partnership with him. So your faith must be anchored in God. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Are we together? I am what? Yes, yes sir. Crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I'm alive. Yet, not I. Christ lives in me. And the life, this life that I now live in the flesh, I don't live by the supply of my blood. I don't live by the supply of my heartbeat. I don't live by the supply of my organs. I live by the faith, a higher realm of faith. The faith of the Son of God, the perfect description of faith, the perfection of faith is the faith of God. Do you see that? The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. Do you get that background? Do you get that foundation? Are we together? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now let's 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 climb forward. Now Jesus saying, "You have little faith." You already said it. Little faith there has a bit of, you know, unbelief. It's a bit of impurity for that deal with gold. There's a certain level of impurity. Once there's a certain level of impurity, then it's not, you know, absolute, right? But he said, "Have the faith." like the mustard seed. That talks about the faith that has potential to grow. Now, hear this, and hear this carefully. God, you as a person can do much. God can do everything. With God, nothing shall be impossible. So what God is saying by the faith of the mustard seed, as little as the mustard seed, is this. I perfectly described this in one of the teachings. Like, 
a wrestling match, you know, the wrestling match where your partner, you know, is in the ring. Then when you need to connect with your partner, you shake the person's hand and that invites the person. Wow, why is this hotel not, the light's not back here. You know, so the, all the partner has to do is to the partner outside and then they come with all the energy and all the charge, all the abilities come. But all the one in the ring needs to do is to gather enough strength, no matter how he's beaten. If they like, he can be beaten to death. But if he does not connect to his partner out there, nothing can be done. The law states you must touch and invite your partner in. So what God is saying, that have the faith of a mustard seed. The mustard seed, see how small it is, can't do anything. But what it can do, it can get you to the point of touching God. Anybody still with me? It can do what? Get you to the point of touching God. Remember, he said, have faith in God. All power belongs to God. So the mustard seed faith, is enough, it carries enough energy to link up with God's faith. It is God's faith that moves mountains. Hello. How can I hear you? It is God's faith that does what? That moves the mountains. You know, we have quoted it so much. I'm going to try and move. Go and look at the mountain first and see if you will try to move it with your faith. <laughs> it is God's faith that does the heavy lifting. Your faith cannot do it. So he said, have small, like the mustard seed, which is absolute and complete, void of unbelief, void of doubt, void of and having faith, are you having faith on the mountain? No, having faith in God. It is the anchor with God that causes the mountains to move. Did you not hear in scriptures that the mountains keep like ram? What is that doing? The mountain is moving at the voice of God. Are you following me tonight? <laughs> yes, so we are. Yes, sir. It is the faith, it is God that moves mountains. At his voice, the mountains start to skip and start to move. But what gets it to do that is God. So my faith, like the mustard seed, is to get me into a partnership with God. That's when I invite God in. Ooh. So when I'm in prayer and I'm weak, Oh, I thank you, Holy Ghost, for energy. Then your voice begins to increase, and then boldness starts to come. When you get to the point of declaration, you are not declaring as one that is afraid. What has happened? You have connected with God. Then the God energy starts to supply you. Then you start to speak like God. You start to declare by God, like God. So, I hope that answers your question. Your faith yes, must take you to the point of anchoring with God possibilities. At that end, you know that he, without a doubt, God can do this. This is why you need supply of God's word. 
You need supply of God's spirit. If I call you and you are down, hallelujah, open a path. <laughs> if I call you and you are down, I don't need to ask many questions to pick. I'll tell you. Have you been around the word of God? Most likely the answer will be no. Have you been around prayer? Most likely the answer will be no. That's when you say you, you experience weakness to pray. The zeal for prayer is not there. What do you do when you pray? You connect with God. First Corinthians chapter 14. Is that he that speaketh in an unknown tongue does not speak to man. He speaks to God. The spirit man is touching God. And once you touch current, what happens? Current begins to flow. Then the energy of God is supplied to you. And then when you walk out of prayer, especially prayer that you know has taught heaven, your, your confidence level is high. Hebrews 10, 35. Cast not away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Cast not away what? Your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Jesus had given them power to cast out devils, and they had done it successfully. They came back bringing reports. Devils were running from us. And Jesus rejoiced that God has shown his mystery to babes. So God is the one that does all. In him we move. We have our being. Have faith in God. That's the thing that Jesus pointed out. Sir, what you said came to pass. Have faith in God. Paul had the understanding. He said, the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God and trusting eternally on the Son of God who loved me enough to die for me. Jesus had faith in me. That's why he died for me. Hallelujah. Anybody get it? Anybody? Yes, sir. So the faith that we're talking about, little faith. Little faith is, ah, at all, at all. I believe. Help my own belief. Let me tell you the story of that man. Oh, Jesus. The day I had the understanding of that man, I wept. Because I used to laugh about it. And say, well, he, he says he has faith. But he doesn't have faith. You know, I used to. You know, to just, you know, talk about until God help me understand, understand the scenario. He had one chance with God. He had one shot, one opportunity. His son, I, I, the Bible does not record if he was his only son, but the man could not sleep. His family could not sleep. He's burning money. This was his only child. I'm just assuming his only child that was vexed by the devil. And then the disciples could not treat him. The guys that walked around Jesus could not treat him. And over a hundred thousand people were looking for Jesus' attention. Is anybody still with me tonight? 
Yes, sir, we're here. Yes, sir. They were, they, they yes, sir. attend to this boy. A father looking onto the child that will jump into the fire mm. and could see the pain in the eyes of the son, knowing this is beyond my control. At that point, the man will say, let this come on me and let my child rest. Because on the eyes of the child, you can see sometimes the child is tired, but still the devils keep pushing and then 100,000 people are looking for Jesus. Men that had money were still looking for Jesus. They were settling mm. Judas. Judas, so we are you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Every other person, line up, line up, line up. How much? $100,000. Okay. Is you, in fact, Jesus asked of you, come forward. You line up there. These people that are just looking for Jesus. And he had an opportunity to be in front of Jesus. And Jesus is asking, do you believe the condition for this child's recovery is my belief? Ah, sir, if it is belief that will make my child come to pass, I believe you. But in case my belief is not enough, help mm. my own belief. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Sir, if it is belief, I believe. Why? There were many other cases waiting for Jesus' attention. If Jesus says you don't believe, move. Next person. That's it. That's it. No doctor anywhere can solve this matter. No pastor in town. Why? Because the disciples could not address this matter. The master gave attention to this case. And his condition is that your belief system should be the one to bring healing. And then he says, sir, I believe. But in case my belief is not enough, help my on belief. Abuja is really showing yourself. Praise God. I believe. Help my work. Unbelief. The end goal is that let my soul be healed. I don't care what it takes. And the Lord said to me, many people are going to the wrong churches, going to the wrong altars, going to Babalao, going all these places, even though they know that it is wrong. But because the ones who are the genuine have not come into the full expression of God, who will bring the power of God and, demonst and demonstrate the power of God in his fullness and in his pure form, that will not take advantage of the people, they have not got it to that point. So the fake ones, the false ones, have hundreds of thousands of crowds pressing into them. They know that this place, God is not here, but they know that there is power here. So as long as there is power here, let this child just experience peace. Then we can know how to find our way back later. Not everybody going to a fake church wants to go there. They don't enjoy it. 
Am I communicating with my people tonight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Until the Lord opened my understanding of that scenario, and I stopped laughing and I was shedding tears. The only opportunity I have with you, Lord Jesus, that my son may be able to sleep peaceful this night is age of my belief. Sir, I believe. But just in case my belief is not enough, let my belief not be the reason why my child will not be cured tonight. Let my believing my not believing enough not be the reason why I miss this opportunity of a lifetime. When will I have the opportunity to meet with the master one-on-one? I was sharing with Kyle the other time I, when we talked about encounters for some certain people to be, I said, how many people will have encounters? How many people? If God has to give everybody encounter, 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 then what? why did he call pastors? Why did he call prophets, teachers, apostles? Why? Praise Jesus. So the man's response was, sir, I believe. Ah, will help my own belief. Help, help my own belief. I have, I have believed your word. I have read your word. The word say by faith. Hallelujah. I have tried. I have done all these things, but in case my belief is not enough. Help my own belief. Borrow me from your belief that I know your belief is sure. Your belief is pure. The faith, the life that I live now, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. The faith of the Son of God. Borrow me out of your faith to make room, to just cover for the, the, the inefficiencies, the inadequacy of my own belief system so that my child can be made. I believe. Help my own belief. Talk to many people doing the nonsense they are doing. They know that it is wrong. How many people have the energy to sit at home waiting for the salvation from the Lord because they don't even know if it will come. Then they say there's one man somewhere. He's a pastor. He used to heal everybody, but he will sleep with you, but he will heal your child. Then the mother will start to think and look at the, the child. This child cannot sleep at night. The child is crying. The child is in pain. And think about keeping herself. And she begins to weigh. Keeping myself, what benefit is it? Is somebody following me tonight? Yes, yes sir. sir. And then they get to the point where they say, let me lose myself so my child can feel peaceful. Let me lose my life so this child can have peace for just one night. So I believe, help my own belief. How long will I be with you, Jesus speaking? 
He now talked to them some. They said, but this kind, there is a special kind, comes prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting does not drive the devil. It builds your faith. I repeat, prayer and fasting is not what drives the devil. It helps your faith to grow to the point that you start to declare like God. This is why Jesus said, he says, see, I wanted to have you, Peter, but I pray that your faith fail thee not. I have prayed that the God kind of faith will find expression in your life. Why? Have faith in God. It is God that does all. In Acts chapter 4, after they threatened the disciples and the disciples gathered to pray, he said, we pray that you will stretch forth your hands and heal. By the name of your holy child, Jesus, you will do what? Stretch forth your hands. But in the physical, whose hands were being spread? The disciples. But he was saying that you, Father, will stretch your hands to heal. It is he that does the work. We do. Jesus speaking, he said, what I see my father do, that is what I do. I don't do what I feel like doing. I do what I see him do. He is the one that doeth the work. That's why I say, when the father says you don't have faith, say, yes, sir. I'm a faithless generation. Faith comes. Faith can go when you are not around God's word, when you are not around the Holy Ghost. Faith comes by hearing. So it comes through the faculty of hearing. So as you're hearing God's word, faith starts to come. And then faith starts to build starts to build and then mm, I got it now then you begin to declare why because faith has come if faith has not come you will be weak Abraham had he believed God called it righteousness he broke the boundaries of belief he broke the barriers of belief the counter say, what can we measure this belief system by? Righteousness. Anybody blessed tonight? Yes, sir. Anybody get it? It's true. It's God. I want to take three questions, then we'll pray. Faith, the series, that you have a complete, a balanced system of faith. Kyrie, please go ahead. I don't have a question, though. Oh, my hand is raised? Yes, your hand is raised. Oh, sorry, sir. About the contributions. Uh, 
thank you so much for tonight. Um, this this shows that there's been a hidden gap, you know, in some of the understanding we've had, you know, concerning faith. And really, my own, I know we've, we, you know, we haven't gotten there, but my, my definition of faith is tied around actions. Because um, you don't tell me you love me, you prove to me you love me. And you are not the one to tell me you love me. I should be the one to, to discern, you know, that you love me. I think that the man's action, even though his unbelief was still evident, was an act of faith. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's, look, I, I know you can discern, you know, unbelief, but yes, I believe help my unbelief. So I'm coming out knowing that you can help my unbelief. Mm. That itself, it's, it's faith. You know, he could have sat down on the queue and just begin to process it in his mind and never say anything about it. Mm. But he had faith in the fact that his unbelief could be helped. Mm. And, and of course, you know, his answer was, 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 was gotten, it was in place. And I think it is... It, it is one of the things that I'm seeing here is honesty of our present state. Mm. Honesty. Lord, I may be the preacher tonight, mm. but in mm. this area, in Amen. this area, you know, I, I, I just have a shortfall of faith. And I believe that you are able to. So it's not a pres- it's not a it's not a constant state, but the state of being vulnerable, of saying, Lord. My heart is sincere. My heart is open. This is my exact state. I believe you. I've seen the things you have done. My mighty testimonies, my life is an example. But in this very moment, Father, in this particular area between me and you, you see the state of my heart. Mm. There's a little niggling unbelief. Please help me. And that alone is there's there's a shortfall that only you can feel. Mm. And that that is so it's it's I mean, you know, you are the, the beauty of the Holy Spirit is you are teaching one thing, he's going through my own mental understand my understanding mm. and editing mm. files, mm. you know, mm. and restructuring for and today this is this is like the biggest thing for me that I got tonight, the fact that. You know, let's not see, let's not um, try to be too spiritual. There mm. are times where we have to you know, acknowledge the state of our faith, mm. you know, the state of our, our, our I, I understand faith to be the action I take, you know, mm. the action I action I take, you know, based on my conviction of, of his, his possibilities, you know, mm. who he is and the integrity of his word. So that helps me, you know, determine if I'm working in faith or not. So in, in a day like today, maybe I need to get some things done and I'm trusting God to be able to get those things done. And I ask myself, trusting God by sitting down or trusting God by proving that I really trust God. Mm-hmm. You know, so I see that maybe there's a lacuna and then I turn to God and I say, God, you know, I believe. Mm-hmm. But there's this area that mm-hmm. clearly, you know, magnifies my unbelief. Mm-hmm. So help me in this area. That alone is an act of complete faith 
because it's little, but you know, I, I'm 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 sincere enough, I'm honest enough before the father to say this area I need mm-hmm. help, you know, and and that, that, that's just it for me tonight. So thank you. Amazing, amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that. See how God is able to direct. You know, I, I'm very one of one of my teaching styles is to be open and vulnerable. I'm not one of those uh, men of God that will come to let you know everything is perfect in my life because that does not help anybody. It only actually makes people feel inadequate in themselves and then look at you like one perfect being. I'm a work in progress, you know, and I shade a lot of the times, not because I'm trying to show you how weak I am, but I'm trying to show you my process. And then you are able to see me tell you how weak I was in this area. And then I, you see how God came through or what I applied, you know, and then, you know, and I come out of that thing. That, that, that process shows you that, look, I can also come out of whatever it is that I've come up with. There are many times that I'm losing sight, I'm losing track, and I'm getting to that state. My wife is now the one that puts me, sets me straight. Do you get what I'm saying? She reminds me of what God has said. She points me back on, on track. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I know, I know what to do with it. Then I take that and go and, you know, go to do some work in the realm of the spirit and come back boldly. Praise God. You know, uh, we, we, we must, if, 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 you, if God calls you a pathfinder, you must lay path that people can follow. I repeat, if you are a pathfinder, you must truly lay tracks, lay paths, right? That people can follow, can walk in the practicality of this thing that we are talking about. You know, you know I, I was sharing with someone and then the person said um, that, you know, when I say, oh, in the Bible, and the person said, live Bible, that was not real life. That was, was, that's, that's how they, they, they look at scripture as the perfection of people's actions. Oh, great men of faith, men that walked in the power of God. Those are not real people. We are not. That's why the Bible talks about, um, um, what's his name? Elijah. He said, was a man of like passion. Like us. Maybe we need to read. I'm going to come back and I want everyone to share their thoughts because we are touching something tangible here tonight and I feel it strongly that you're going to be blessed. But I want, I want us to read this story just to read from scripture and see the emotions that were, that were at work here. Um, and you find the story in Mark chapter 9. Mark 9, I'm reading from verse 20. Verse 20 and they brought him up um, okay, no, so it starts from, um, I think the same story that we read in Matthew, you know, but here it explained further. Okay, um, verse 17. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I brought unto thee my son, which had a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnashed with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out. And they could not. Jesus' response was, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? 
how long shall I suffer you? Bring him to me. The same story, literally, that we read in Matthew uh, 17. Praise God. How long shall I be with you? If I've gone now, so and they brought this case, what would you do? Verse 20. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed for me. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. Pause. Do you, do you still hear me? Do you still hear me? Yes. Think yes, about sir. this. Of a child. Just think about it. He's been this way since this boy was. So whenever you read scripture, see the picture so that you are able to discern things that the writer has not captured. So could it be that this man is not even able to get a guidance for the child because every guidance is like, this one is too much for me. And they, 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 they leave the child. Could it be that the man could not go to work anymore because he had to be there for his child? Could it be his wife had run away because of the burdens of the child? Verse 22, and it starts to explain, oftentimes it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us. Help us. Jesus said, what you're asking is belief. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to them that believe. If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said, with what? Tears. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? His father cried out and said, with tears in his eyes, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee. Is that not a legal language? Charging it to God. Oh, yeah, it was in the Antioch Fellowship that I dealt with this. Oh, my God. Oh, God, help me. Let me just okay, let me just say one line. Jesus spent all night praying and then came in the day and was performing miracles, miracles. He wasn't spending time praying for one. Why? He was in the court of heaven all through the night. Settling cases. Settling cases. He was in the court of heaven dealing with cases. Dealing with cases. Present the case, gain the victory. Then when he comes, he just declares what was declared in heaven. Praise God. I charge thee. That's what he said. I charge thee. I charge you to court. 
come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him so and came out of him. And he was as one dead in so much that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why did we not cast him out? And he said unto them, this kind cometh not out by nothing but by prayer and fasting. So that your faith can get to the point where you can speak without doubting. Spirits look beyond your words. They look at your faith. Do you believe what you are saying? I charge you. The boy, after many years of torture, was so tired that people thought he was dead. But Jesus touched him, energized him. You see why you must manifest your destiny? This is beyond Soli. This is beyond me or any other community below. This is beyond us. This is manifesting the kingdom. Manifesting. I have a question. Yes, please. How do you minister to dying patient? In the sense you want to like, um, like during your evangelism, you know, they've, the person is not a Christian. They've, they've not received salvation. So how do you believe and, you know, minister to them? Um, good question, especially with our once-to-one week. One day I'm going to write, carry a report card and ask everybody your results. Don't think I forgot. Um, Jesus said, carry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. I'm meditating on the power of God. I've been meditating for some weeks and it's one day I'll touch on it. It's gonna be amazing. Um, until you are endued with power. There are certain cases that you can't use English to minister to them. You use the power of God. Where you speak, you know, the words of Jesus, the life, you you tell them about the life that Jesus. He said in, in, in John chapter 6, verse 50 there, he said, except you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you do not have my life. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood shall not die. Energy. So God said unto you, I have received power. Then go and minister with power. Someone that the doctor said would die in two days and then you come. You're just talking with them and you hold their hand and they start to feel electricity flowing inside them. And suddenly, the dead cells start to come back alive. You think you are the one that would beg the person. It will chase you. Tell me what I must do to be saved. Am I communicating? Spend time in fellowship. Spend time around God. Spend time and let his power infuse your life so that when you go out, you minister what... Ah, 
You must, you must, so that you go and release that which you have acquired. Then you come back again for fresh supply. You must be filled with the spirit to the point of the overflow. It is the overflow that, you know, you can't give from your supply. You don't have to go there and start praying. No. You must minister life. But you must first be filled first. You must be conscious that your faith is in God. You must have the faith of God to minister life. Jesus, we've not gotten there, but we're almost there. Jesus did not spend time because he had so many people to attend to. He didn't spend a lot of time on one kiss. You understand what I'm talking about? But what was he spending time on? In the night. Praying all night. If you don't pray all night, you will pray all day. In front of the case, you will pray there. Minister power. Minister power. Look, you don't have to look. I'm trying to create a balance here. You may not feel like power, but you have spent fellowship, you have spent time. I had a story about Pastor Chris that he was meditating. He had a healing service. He was meditating on Acts chapter 1, verse 8. How? Uh, no, no, Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went about doing it. He was meditating on it. So he was supposed to come on, he was supposed to meditate for like two, three hours, but he stayed four, five, six hours. He was still there, just meditating. They were now calling him. So it's time. The person that touched the door to come and knock, the power of God poof, threw him off. The second person came, the door. Not inside. The second person came as he was approaching the door. Boof! Nobody. He meditated. I don't know if he made that meeting. The power of God. He wasn't praying. He was meditating. When I started that journey, then the world began to open up. Once, as he said it, twice did I hear that power belongs to God. Acts for one verse eight. And you shall receive power. Ooh, I receive power. The things start to... Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. You are meditating. You are focusing on it. You are drawing the essence of it. It's no longer a word you speak. It's now your reality. When you come out of there, things happen. You must remember that you are first spirit before your body. Many people take care of their bodies and forget their spirits. But Jesus said, have faith in God. So minister, have a trust in that he who does all will do his work. You understand what I'm saying? For some of them, they may pass on, no trouble. But for others, they will come alive. But instead of losing 10, it's better that three gets saved than 10. Then you now know how 
the three went, and you will sense the difference, then you'll begin to perfect and spend more time with the Lord and then minister the presence of God. In this generation, evangelism is by the power of God. Where you prophesy, you, you talk it to somebody, you say, oh, I don't know, I just see two children at home, you know, that you're worried about. But God is telling me to tell you that he's going to take care of them. And then, How do you know I have two children? Say, no, not just two children, one boy, one girl. The boy is the younger, the girl is the older. And say, God must be talking to you. He will listen to you. These are not the days of carrying megaphone. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Many people are in bondage. 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 Many people are suffering. Many rich people are suffering. We, um, babe, remind me of the movie, um, The Wonder Boy. I believe, yeah, I believe. Wonderful movie. I recommend you guys watch it. When the boy started to perform miracles, he was kidnapped by a mob boss. And we thought he wanted to do him harm. He said, come and save my son. My son is about to die. They kidnapped him for his healing anointing. <laughs> When you begin to manifest the power of God, people will bring their resources. Hey, let us just experience. You understand what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. By getting there. Oh, man, amen. My vision is assuming. Each and every one of you will be an extension of God's hand. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You will be an extension Amen. of his hand. His Amen. power will be made manifest through you. Amen. That's why I keep Amen. telling you. I keep saying it over and over again. I'm not custodian of the Holy Ghost. So that you don't start looking at me because you see certain measures here and they start to look at me special. No, that's not the goal. I'm just trying to show you what is obtainable in you. And I've told each and every one of you, that's why I keep calling you. Come, you know, what's God saying? You know, that's training you to let you know it is natural. It's not an act of this. No, it is natural. You will be, you will Ah, you will be different in your world. I promise you that. Amen. Follow you. We are getting there. We're getting there. The Lord gave me a book to write many years ago. The title of the book, I've still not written that book. His pathway to his presence. My assignment is to discover his path through spiritual insight. Then when I've discovered the path, I now make a pathway. Then I get out of the way so that other people can find God. I do not now go and become God's caretaker. You want to pass through, you want to see God, you have to pass through me. He will take me out. Pathway to his presence. That's the book. Discover the path, then show people the way. This is the, he is the way. It's called the night.
Anybody have questions or contributions? Questions, contributions, quickly. Questions, contributions. Amara. Amara and uh, who else has not spoken tonight? Amara and uh, Ore. Then Joy, finally, then we'll pray. Where is my wife now, baby? I have no idea your voice. Oh, sorry. I've been spiritual here. Say hello, Bobo. Amara, contribution questions. Ore, contribution questions. Enjoy finally, quickly, so we'll call it tonight. Are they there? Are they there? Amara, Ore, and Joy. Okay, Joy, you can go first then. Another. All right, good evening. Good evening, sir. So I have a, a few things to say. Um, at first, when we're speaking about the difference between faith, faith as a mustard seed and little faith. It dropped in my heart to say, because I, I also had never considered this. So it was very, very educative to listen to everyone share very, very profound um, wisdom that they had. But what came to my mind while everyone was speaking was that even the mustard seed, when we come with the mustard seed-sized faith to God, he breathes life into it. And that's why the mountains are, are going to move. So at the end of it, because, and you also alluded to it later, which is why it was like I'm repeating you, but you alluded to saying it later that it is not, we are not able to really do anything. It is still God that does everything. And I'm going to connect that to what Kyle said about to mm. him, faith is works mm. and is, is what you're able to do. That's you get that man leaving his house and coming to Jesus already is an act of faith. Yeah. But I believe that I'm in this season of my life, those by Bible study group that are tired of me, where mm. the Lord is emphasizing the, the role of the spirit, the mm. role of following the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Following, know that everything life is spiritual. Mm. They said, let's not be spiritual. Yeah, we have to be spiritual. Mm. We have to be spiritual and then practice being physical <laughs> mm. because life is actually spiritual. So there's something. Oh, I forgot what other. Yes, the reason. Another thing that the Lord laid in my heart was that the reason why we seem like faith is small, like this faith mm. of a mustard seed, why is it so small? And why does it seem like I cannot accomplish it? Is that mm. we grew up, we were born, go and be first in your class. You had to study hard to become first. Mm. Go and be at your job. You have to be best at your job. You mm. have to be the best, a good child to your parents. There was this demand on what our works could produce joy and mm. pride in the lives of others. So you are now telling me that something as huge as eternal life, mm. I only can get it by this tiny mustard seed. It doesn't, mm. it, it, it doesn't, it, um, it's not balancing in my, 
you know, mm. balance for my, mm. let me just speak. <laughs> Do you get, it wasn't from my experience growing up. So now this whole journey is, a, is one that is showing me that all my work, that mm. I feel like I might do to make everybody proud. Mm. My results to nothing if I would rely on God. That's why when you prophesy, it's mm. like you are not doing anything. When really you are filled by the Spirit of God, you feel weightless. So you feel like mm. you, you, it's where you are done. When you come back, that they will not be telling you, yeah. oh, this is out. That's the size of the mustard seed. It reduces you, it reduces yourself yourself, your wholeness, your bigness, your accomplishments and capacity, it reduces it to the mustard seed and begins to move, and begins to proclaim life, begins mm. to raise the dead, begins to prophesy, begins to evangelize, begins to do all this manifestation of the spirit because you have left yourself, you have mm -hmm. released yourself from the six foot, five, eight, um, this um, engineer, woman of God, you have reduced it and come to the mountain and hid yourself in the mustard seed so the mm -hmm. father can breathe on it. So that when he breathes on the, mount, on the mustard seed, like BPP said, the mountains keep. So that when, when you look back, they say, ah, it's joy that is prophesying. No, mm -hmm. but the mountains know. The mm -hmm. mountains know. Like that boy began to manifest when he came to Jesus. The demons know. His father didn't know. His father may have an idea, yeah. But the, the, the demon recognized Jesus. The, mm. the, those demons said to the sons of Sceva, who are you? Who are you? Mm. They mm. recognized. But other people would have looked to the sons of Sceva and said, are, are you people too? You are mm. like, the Jesus Paul spoke about. Mm. So it's really, really important for us to know where we are in our walk with God. Some people, faith to you now is the works. Faith mm. to you now is get up and walk. Faith to you now is leave this place and go to the next town because they will kill Jesus if you remain here. Mm. Some people, that is faith. But some people, it is doing nothing like Mary and saying to her that mm. nothing will be impossible to you because you believe. She mm. didn't do anything. She didn't, sex, she did not have nothing. She did not do anything. But Jesus was there in her and became the savior of the world. So we need to recognize in this series who in what journey are we on right now of our faith? Mm -hmm. And we need to always attain, not look for the supernatural and look for people falling down or huge exhibitions. We need to look for the mustard seed. Where can I become this small in the presence of God? Where can I keep quiet and allow him pour into me? Where am I least exalted? For the Bible says that he will exalt the humble. Mm -hmm. So where have I come to the place of humility so that I can keep quiet. I can be almost invisible and the Lord can move through me. So that's all the Lord has made in my heart. And the lady that asked about ministering to dying people. And I, I heard, as I heard your voice, I felt like maybe you walked abroad, you live abroad. The fruits of the spirit, I be the fruits of, there's just one fruit of spirit, which is love and every other thing, all the love, kindness, meekness, all of those things. When you exhibit it, there are, there are, fruit of the spirit so when you exhibit it to these patients they know they recognize you already open a pathway when you are kind to them when you tolerate them when you are patient to them when you listen to them all of this and sometimes this is not what we are able to say i've said this a lot at my job i was not there one day and someone one of my colleagues called me and said i want to show into your life because 
I feel like there's grace over your life. And I said, ah, they don't gossip my matter. <laughs> they, they gave him gist, yeah? And that was what he heard from what they said. So when, because he had the spirit of God, it didn't seem to him like, uh-uh, what did this girl they do where they mm. made them favor her like this? He recognized that there was something different that wasn't, that couldn't have been me. So mm. when you begin to minister to your patients and act to your patients like that, take God, the light that you are, take it into their rooms. Before you yeah. go to work, blast in tongues. Before you enter the room, blast in tongues. You don't have to say anything because remember, you are mustard seed. You are not the nurse that is that everyone wants to be around. No, you are as little as the mustard seed. It is the Lord that makes you bigger. It is the Lord that makes you bigger. There's this thing that is like the vision of my life that they will look at me and exalt the God in me. Mm. If you continue to look for how God will be exalted in you, you yeah. will see that those patients will not only not die, they will also live their life making sure others do not die without knowing Christ. Mm. Mm. The, the, it's not, see, it's not, ah, I could say a lot, Father, it's not the one person one one it's not the number and that's the thing of this one so one week we mm. don't want you to say eh, i i was able to preach to seven people every day we want you to come and say there's this one man that mm. god has refused to allow me let go and mm. in the place of prayer through prophecy, we can spend seven days praying over one man because the Lord has showed us that is the Benihin, the Benihin mantle has fallen on him. The Lord has shown us that the Rehabonki um, mantle has fallen on him. So we are not pursuing the numbers. We are pursuing the soul so that whether it is through BPP, through me, through Sake, whoever it is, let them be sure that the next person they speak to about Christ might be the one person that will bring hundred souls at once. Yes. I just want that one. The Lord went after one and left 99. He went after one. Again, mustard seed. Compared to mm. the 99 he left behind, what is mm. the relevance of one? Mustard seed. Mm. Mustard seed. The smallest. How small can I be? How insignificant can I be in this scheme of things so that I can mm. back out? I can mm. move to the back and the Lord can take full glory and just use me as a reflector. I'll just be a mirror. When I look, I see myself. When they look, they see the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing, man. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, one thing I need us to know, when we come before the Lord, we don't come as people with great experience. And there's a realm where you worship and you begin to declare by the power of the Holy Ghost. But there's a time where you come before your Father and talk to Him. Uh, must not be carried away and think, or trying to prove faith to God. It says that he that must come to God must first believe that he is. He did not say you must show him that you believe more than him. He is a reward of them that he deserves. I believe that I've done the assignment for tonight. I know that there is a stirring in the heart of the people. So I want you to unmute your mics. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost and just let these words enter. If I ask each and every one of you what you have learned tonight, you will hear 
different answers why the Holy Ghost is supplying to different people in the area that they need. You must be vulnerable enough for God to help you. We can say we are confident to the point that we don't become proud before God. You must watch that in mind. Lift your voice and just pray in the Holy Ghost and just let these words rest. Let me not just be a forgetful hearer of your word. Let me be a doer of this word. It is in the doing that the words you receive rest. It becomes a part of you. Then the next one can receive. I don't just want us to keep coming uh, to Bible study every day and just keep hearing and shouting, wow, wow. Then go back and do nothing with the words that we have received. And it's unfruitful. It's better you go watch a movie. Use the words that you have received. Use it. It's when you when you practice it, it becomes a part of you. Then you can take more. Are we together? Unmute your mic and let's pray in the spirit and just thank God for the words that we have received. If these words have ministered to you, then you will thank Him for it. For, for, for the word. I will lift our voices. Kalibo, Fatia, Dali, Kosh, Kezende. Gladosh ke bele nos kabara dia kadash ke zege delia kata ele pete koto peke toko Come on, give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks, give him thanks. Esto susta kata ezeli brondo koshaka teliboro thank him thank him for the word that he has brought forth the word became flesh now you know that the faith is connected to him the faith and calls on him and have faith in God Come on, unmute your mics, people, and pray. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Ela é minha 
Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I want us to pray and ask God to strengthen your faith. For life has the ability to test your faith. Jesus saying, I have prayed that your faith filled in us. We're going to pray for ourselves. And you pray for the community members, for people whose faith are being tried in whatever way or whatever. We're going to lift our voice and pray. Anybody willing to pray tonight? We're going to pray for everyone that is going through one form of trial, one form of temptation or the other, that the Lord will strengthen them. That he will energize them in the name of Jesus. Let's lift our voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, cover everyone, Lord, in our community. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. We declare to God by the power of Jesus. We will strengthen everyone. We will strengthen them in the name of Jesus. Energize them, Lord. Energize them, Lord. Everyone connected. Energize them, Father. We pray. Whatever trial they are going through, whatever temptation they are going through, strengthen them, Lord. We pray. Strengthen them, we pray in the name of Jesus. Strengthen them, Lord. For each and every one under the summit of the that you will strengthen them, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Um, Miriam, uh, your question is targeted at your workplace, right? Oh, no, sir. Actually, I um, I, vol- I am starting to volunteer to people mm-hmm. who are dying. Okay. So, you know, I have come across a few people that, you know, I'll be visiting soon. So I don't want mm. to go unprepared. Mm, okay. I want us to pray using Miriam as a point of contact. Um, but I know it cuts across the different people in your workplace. We're going to pray that the power of God will be made manifest. Mm. 
Do you understand what I'm talking about? We're going to pray that the power of God, using it as a point of contact, each and every one of you, your career, your place of works, and all those things that is, is covered as well. We're going to use it as a point of contact that in those rooms, let the angels manifest. Let the power of the Holy Ghost manifest. Lift your voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we'll commit your daughter. We use her as a point of contact. Miriam, we ask, Lord, in this opportunity, we pray for strength. We pray for energy of the Spirit. We pray that the hand of God will rest. In the name of Jesus. We pray, Abba Father, that your hand will rest in the name of Jesus, that the reality of the supernatural will be evident in that room by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. We struggle with light that you will do what you do in this room. Reveal. Jesus. The glory of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. I want us to pray. Tomorrow we'll be having our Sumi hangout in, um, in Abuja here. Uh, a couple of people are, are traveling from neighboring states to be a part of that meeting. Um, the expectations are very high. Uh, the Lord decided to speak to me about the meeting already. And God, great things are happening, you know, and great things will happen tomorrow. I want us to pray. Uh, we are a people of prayer. We're going to pray that God's hand will be made manifest. Uh, they are not coming to meet me as the man, but they are coming to meet God. They're coming to have an encounter with God. I want us to pray for the tangible presence of the Lord made manifest. Anybody believe with me and joining me in that prayer that the manifest presence of God will be in that meeting, the tangible, that people will not be able to say, mm, maybe God was there, maybe God was not there. It will be evident to all, and people will have personal encounters with Christ. Can you lift your voice and pray that prayer with me? And pray for the meeting tomorrow. Thank you. 
Amen. I want us to pray for Sumi. I know some of you pray. But it's important that we pray. And when I say pray for Sony, I'm very, very, very serious about it. We are in the phase where God is doing great things. There's a lot of expansion coming. There's a lot of moves of the Holy Ghost coming. Major things are going to happen. I want, I want you to lift your voice from the depth of your heart and pray for, for Sony. That the will of and the perfect will of God will be done. What God told me about Sumi is beginning to take shape. And it's beyond, it's beyond what words can say. Beyond words can say. I want you to lift your voice and pray that the destiny of Sumi will find expression. Lift your voice and pray. That we will not be distracted. We will not be distracted. We will not be carried away. Oh, I pray that you pray for pray, pray the hand of God, I'm sure you are blessed by this ministry. Many more people are about to be blessed as well. Pray that we are not distracted. Pray that we are focused on the assignment. That the spirit of revelation will open up more. And the power of in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. I plead with you tonight that you pray for my family. God is doing great things. We are 
we're doing great warfare to enter into peace. And I'm sure you already know that as you pray for us, the same prayer is at work in you as well, because the same oil that finds expression in your lives as well. I say pray for my family, pray for my wife, pray for my children, my siblings. Let's cover my family in prayer tonight. Let's lift our voice and pray. Every single member of the the Please keep us in your prayers, your private prayers. So me as, as a ministry. Expansion is coming, and it's going to be very sudden. There will be a sudden expansion that will come. But we are—we already prophesied it. You, many of you were here when God said, expand your capacity. And then we expanded our capacity, and then we expanded internally so that the external can match. So we know that it's coming. It's coming strongly. Um, um, so I want you to keep us in prayer. Please, I beg of you. Uh, people's in prayers. Finally, before we go tonight, I want you to pray for yourselves. There is a grace tonight in the house. God is answering prayers tonight. And I want us to pray that everything, you know what your heart desires are, you know what it is you require in your family. I want you to pray that God will meet each and every one of you at the very point of need, the Bible says that he opens his hand and satisfies the desire. I want you to lift your voice and pray for yourselves first. Pray for your families. Let's lift our voice and pray. Father, I pray for everyone here on the Sunday. Under the sound of my voice, oh, that you will meet them. I pray, Father, I pray that you will supply everything that God gave you. 
Father, I pray for healing today. I require healing. I pray, oh God, for provision for total application. I pray for supply, oh God. So supply of In the name of Lord, I pray for them, Lord, that their faith will not fail. I pray, oh God. That we can see the supernatural hand of God. And we will get upon the silent voice. The glory of the Lord will be revealed in the power of the Holy Ghost. Their lives will find expression. Oh, they will not be held down. They will not be held back. They will experience favor like never um is there any other pregnant woman on our platform anybody pregnant you know either here or in the group uh because while I physically, <laughs> physically. <laughs> spiritually everybody's pregnant spiritually now you already know um, because while we started the prayer, I was in Tarot, the image of a pregnant woman. Um, you know, so I, I was trying to see who that person was, but I just saw a big stomach, you know. So um, if there's anyone you know in the group, please reach out to me. Let's cover them. Let's let's cover them in prayer through the, 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 the pregnancy journey. Uh, God has promised us um, safe delivery here. So we must come. That will be our testimony. Amen. So when, if, if that's the case where you get pregnant, you know, as, you're, as you progress, uh, just let us know so that the prayer team will cover you uh, until the day we come and visit and talk sometime. You know, and we'll snap picture again. And I enjoyed the, the visit there. Uh, I was here. It was so beautiful to visit her family. So I want to visit. Please, all should give birth so that I come and visit again. Wherever you are, you come and visit. Amen. 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 Yeah, it's possible. No we have some private jets on the way. I be kind Absolutely. Travel wherever. If you like being Kafanchan, being uh, the close side of China, we'll come there. Mm. <laughs> but don't give us cockroach to each other. Won't you know? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I, I thank yeah. you for, for tonight. Uh, is everyone blessed tonight? Did you receive something tonight? 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, oh, yes. yes we did. Amazing. Amazing. You know, when you are in sync with the Holy Ghost, you know, sometimes it takes you high, sometimes it takes you low. And just, you know, the essence of it all is to bring balance, you know, so that you, in all areas you lack nothing. That's why James chapter 1, you know, from verse 2, we say, count it all joy when you go through diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trial of your faith worketh patience. Allow patience have its entire work so that you are complete, lacking nothing. So it's not just saying, count it all joy, be happy because you are going to trial. No, what he's saying is that the teachings, you know, the revelation that the trials will bring will cause you to be balanced on every side. That's where you get joy from. How many of you here tell the truth? When you are in trouble, you start to say, thank God I'm in trouble. If you are here, let me see your answer. Anybody? <laughs> Nobody? People are not fulfilling yes. that scripture. <laughs> Somebody. Who is that? Peggy's kitchen. That's me. That's you. Joma. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> but he said, count it all joy when you go through diverse temptation. Very, very, very important. When you fall into diverse, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, walk at patience, but let patience have a perfect walk so that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So the teachings, the information, the the lessons you learn from the trials you go through will build up your faith to the point that you don't lack anything. So that's what the Bible study has been doing to bring balance in different areas, you know, so that you are firm. So that when the devil comes with temptation on this other side, you say, Come on now, come off it. Uh -uh. You know, I've been growing, I've been growing, I've been growing. Praise God. That's why we count, when we catch revelation, <coughs> we become joyful. Paul, when, when God told him that my strength is made perfect in weakness, he started to rejoice. The, the, the situation had not been dealt with, but he started to rejoice. He said, therefore, I will glory in my infirmities, that the power of God may rest upon me. That's what James 1 is talking about. Praise God, I trust uh, we will truly learn something. Chizwa, did you learn something today? Chizwa. No, no, no. Once has God said, okay, thank you. Twice did I hear that power belongs to me. So it's been an amazing time. So thank you, everyone.